Blog Talk Radio. Yes, this is Delon White, R&B soul singer of Ambient Records, and you are listening to Bianca Fly on her beautiful Butterfly Radio Show, part of the Vibration Radio Network, where she gives interviews, information, and covers all types of topics. Everyone to the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host Bianca Fly. Welcome to another dynamic episode, you guys. And if you didn't know, the beautiful butterfly show is brought to you by Vibration Radio. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. So, big shouts out to our friends and supporters over at Vibration Radio, as well as our sponsors at Ambient Records. Um, coming to you live and direct from Kansas. Uh, so big shouts out to you guys out there in Kansas uh, who are continuing to support us in our endeavors, um, as well as our friends in Morero, Louisiana at The Shop, uh, which hails on 3609 West Bank Highway. So if you're ever in Morero, Louisiana, make sure you go and stop by The Shop. They got the best daiquiris and wings in town. It's Marilee. And welcome, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. We are apologizing for our technical difficulties, but nevertheless, you guys, we are on live and direct, and we're welcoming you guys to another dynamic episode of the beautiful Butterfly Radio Show. Uh, tonight, we got a special guest, a special treat in store for you guys. We got illustrator and author uh, Terry Meredith, who is going to be joining us, and she has created a phenomenal book series um, that celebrates black children and culture. And so tonight she's going to tell us all about um, what stimulated this process and what brought this process along. And so tonight she's going to share that with you guys. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to call in at 347-326-9139 is the number. Or as many of you like to do, feel free to send me your questions via um, inbox on Facebook at Bianca Swine. I love to ask your questions live here on the show. So we're not going to delay. We're going to bring the special guest of the hour on here. Terry, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, B-Fly? I am doing phenomenal. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to um, be on your show. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, for the folks out here, uh, Terry, tell them a little bit about yourself. Who is Terry Meredith? Uh, Terry Meredith is an illustrator. I've drawn all my life. It was um, 
you know, a natural gift. So like most people who have natural gifts sometimes, I took it for granted, so I pick it up, put it down, you know, draw when I felt like it, but um, <laughs> never really took it seriously until 2012 when yeah. I lost my mother and I ne- it was an outlet for peace. You know, I found a lot of peace in drawing and I needed that to, you know, go through the process of grieving her. And, um, you know, her loss was just very sobering and it made yeah. me realize that I hadn't been doing enough with the life I was given and with the talents I was given. So I made a vow Mm -hmm. to myself, you know, pretty much right then and there to, you know, make the days count a lot more. And that's how it started, you know, for me being serious. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so of course now uh, you have uh, created this amazing series that um, is, is a title. I hope I'm saying it right. The Reese series. Is that correct? You got it exactly right. Okay. So tell the folks about the Reese series and how you um, came um, up with this concept. Well, it came about because I have a granddaughter. I also have a grandson, Mm -hmm. and I also have an extended granddaughter. So one day I was sending my granddaughter a book of my artwork. So, you know, I was at work, so I just scribbled down a note to her, and all of a sudden I just decided to draw, you know, just scribble out like a little cartoon of her, you know, waving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I was walking to the warehouse, I thought to myself, oh, you know what I should do? I should make her a book, you know, that yeah. I'll create a storyline and it'll star her and she'll know how much I love her because she lives in Fort Pierce, <laughs> so I don't get to see her very often. And yeah. plus, I'm one of those sort of old school slash new school grandmothers. Like, I don't know how to grandmother well, so <laughs> I'm not like that, you know, the type that takes them and bakes cookies and is doing all that funny <laughs> stuff. I'm I'm more right. of a GMA, you know. So okay. as I was walking to the warehouse, I thought to myself, you know what? It would be really dope if other children could experience this and have this. And, you know, of course, particularly black children, because, Absolutely. you know, we, uh, we, we need to make sure we empower, uplift them, give them amazing edutainment that they can see themselves in without um, any of society's stipulations of how you should look to get recognized. You know, all of our children are amazing. All of our children are beautiful. And that was back in November of last year. And I just, I went right to work. You know, as soon as I got home, I was ready. I started, you know, thinking of story ideas, um, you know, got all of those together, started doing the sketches. And, you know, here we are now um, in series one, eight books later. And I'm very, very proud of it. Wow. Wow. And and I'm glad that you you talked about especially um, for black children, because when we, uh, when most of us. No, 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 not poor. Did I, did you say poor? No, four. four. Oh, I thought you said four. I was like, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no, four of black children, because a lot of times when we look at comic books, even growing up, we never right. saw ourselves represented in comic books in any form or fashion. You know, exactly. and people weren't able to identify. You know, you might have got the joke and understood the concept of what was going on, but most kids never had the pleasure of actually seeing themselves visually 
take part um, in a cartoon or or whatnot. So for kids to be able to see it live, you know, and direct, um, I, I think it's, it, it creates a, a relatable um, right. circumstance, you know, where kids are saying, wow, this is me. You know, this is me. I can be this superhero. I can be, you know, whatever the character does. Um, and, and we need more of that. You know, we need, need yeah. more of our own representation. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you something that I found very interesting. Like I said, you know, after I had the idea and realized how amped I was about it, you know, I I was able to just visualize everything right within those few moments of walking from my desk to the warehouse to ship the book. So when I got home, you know, it was just on. So, of course, I went online and I was doing research because, as you know, uh, customizable books have been around now for decades. You know, you used to right. walk through the mall and there were little kiosks that they had set up where you could get a customized book done right then and there. And normally what it constituted was the child's name being dropped into, you know, the book and possibly a photo that may somehow be incorporated. And what I realized was that none of the storylines or the characters were in celebration, nor did they center black culture and black children. Right. right. And, right. you know, and also, you know, when I went online and did research on other companies, it was a very generic character, you know, round face, big eyes, you know, the same nose, different yeah. facial expressions. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then when it came time to, you know, customize for one of the company sites, in particular that I was on, I went through the whole process so I could just see what it was like because it was an automated site. And the first thing I noticed, of course, was the when it got to the hair choices, they were very limited. There were maybe like about 15 of them and definitely nothing that looked like 4C, 4D. You know, it just, there were no cornrows. Um, I think the, the locks have been incorporated, but they still had a look that I didn't feel was representative of how diverse our hair is and our styles. Of course, the same thing went on with clothing, but the piece de resistance was when I got to the last page where you chose the complexion. And it was probably like a half a shade darker than, I guess, whatever you can imagine, like a caramel, caramel brown to be. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. I, my, one of my granddaughters is the color of soy sauce. She's beautiful, jet black with a sheen. And I thought to wow. myself, so if I was trying to, you know, purchase this book for her, mm-hmm, I get her name mm-hmm. dropped in, I do this little bit of customization, and then I send her a book of a cartoon represent, representation of her that mm-hmm. is three to four shades lighter than she is. What lighter than what say? she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, what does that yeah. say to her? What does that mean to her in the grand scheme right. of things? So, Absolutely. you know, I made it my business to, um, when I started this process and launched the site back in September, the parents or the aunties or the goddies or whomever, they submit photos to me of the children, and I do my best to make sure it looks as close to them as I possibly can. It's not Absolutely. meant to be you know, portraiture, but it is definitely a cartoon version of the children. And I also add, you know, we have a section of the customization form on the Reese website 
that says, you know, tell us about some cute little quirks that the child you're ordering the book for has. So I get all types of things. You know, people write in and say, my daughter has, you know, a stuffed cow named Angel that she has to sleep with. So, you know, I'll draw a little stuffed cow into the pages as her companion just to make sure that she has even more to be excited about than just seeing her cartoon representation like that. She gets to see little things that she or he holds dear in, you know, everyday life. Absolutely. And and it's so important that we, um, you know, we put this before our children at early ages because, you know, a lot of times that that self-hatred, for our own skin and loving who we are starts at an early age, you right. know, and so then you grow up and you continue to, you know, don't like the way you look, you know, where you might say, oh, I'm too dark and some girls get, I'm too light and, you know, all these different parameters that little girls have to deal with. And then those issues grow up to grown woman issues um, right. because they wouldn't embrace and they wouldn't discuss you know, when they were younger, why do you think, uh, Terry, why do you think that we don't see as often of us being represented um, and, and embraced when it comes to movies, when it comes to cartoons, when it comes to, because like you said, for most of us, when we did see it, it was the same, pr- pretty much the same face, you know, and, and the big bright pink lips <laughs> that we would see on some of the characters or the mm-hmm. the big lips, like you said, in the big eyes. And so, why do you think that it's still an issue uh, for people to embrace how our culture is? Well, I think it's always going to be an issue, mm-hmm. and it's almost delusional to think it's ever going to be anything but. Right. We're living in right. a society that never had any intentions of centering and celebrating us. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have always had to push back and make sure that we get that representation in all areas of our lives. But as you know, it's it's never been easy. So right. that's why it's so important for us to do what we can, you know, individually to make mm-hmm. sure that we center and celebrate. You know, this is my legacy and this is my giving back and my way of saying I want to make sure, you know, that this is presented. But, you know, it's the society we live in. It's, it's not changing. Every once in a while, the focus gets taken away from what it is and where we are. But mm-hmm. it's, it's never changing. So it's up Absolutely. to us, you know, to do things like this where we make sure that, again, from a young age, I want these children to look at um, their cartoon representation and just feel absolute joy and if you've gone to um, the Reese page on Facebook, I have a lot of videos posted of what yeah. I call quote unquote Reese kids receiving their books. And one of the things that I've noticed that a lot of them do is that they hug their books. And, mm-hmm. you know, I read a lot as a child. I don't remember hugging a book. And, you know, they're yeah. always like <laughs> really, it trips me out, you know, because I'm just like, did they just hug? That book, like, that's love. They can't, you know, that's how they're just expressing their happiness. And, of course, the parents, you know, they're ecstatic because it's an opportunity to not only just get something special, but they're really beautifully constructed hardcover um, children's books. So, you know, they're durable. You can see yourself having them for years, possibly even decades. And, you know, it's so important to for 
I would love to know growing up, you know, if I grew up to see a book like Reese and just have this tangible evidence beyond the obvious evidence that, wow, my parents and my people loved me. You know, they, they mm-hmm. did this for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. When did you first realize um, the, the kind of impact um, that your book um, would have on, on young people who would, co- would come in contact with your work? Um, I think basically from the very first video I got sent, you know, from a parent. So that was my opportunity to see it, not in real time, but, you know, see it right before my eyes um, to watch the children open their books and see the excitement on their face, see them laughing. And that, you know, that made all the difference in the world because I could have had all the notions and visions about what I anticipated Reese would become for myself. But, you know, when it's all said and done, it was about how are the children themselves going to receive it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they received absolutely. it. They received them beautifully. Absolutely. Absolutely. And going back um, to what you were talking about at the beginning of the show um, about how we have gifts, uh, but sometimes we we kind of put those gifts on on the back burner. Uh, when, when did you discover, even before putting that gift on the back burner? Because I know you said that you already always you know was drawing and writing, even at an early age. But when did it hit you that you know I I, I actually have a gift? I mean, I I always knew that I had talent, and um. They uh, always utilize them for my own entertainment. You know, like I said, I always loved to draw. I always loved reading and writing. And, you know, definitely my mother encouraged my drawing because she was fascinated by it because she can't draw. So she always was wondering, like, you know, where did you get this particular talent from? And I've, I've always loved it. You know, it's just that I had opportunity to take it for granted, and I would, you know, Mm -hmm. periodically. I was the type that I might draw for three months straight and then not draw for another two years. I had been flowed just like that. I would always come in and out of it. Um, I I tricked myself at one point, and I used to tell people this a lot, was that, you know, I have to be in exactly the right frame of mind to draw, you know, and I felt like if something was going wrong or if I wasn't as lifted as I um, should be feeling, then I would just put it aside. And mm-hmm. I realized, you know, like I said, in 2012 that, no, you know, that's not true. You just weren't appreciating mm-hmm. what you're able to do mm-hmm. and you weren't utilizing it because you drew through the biggest loss you've ever had to deal with. You know, yeah, and yeah. it brought you peace. So I deprived myself of, you know, a lot of um, growth, a lot of development, and again, just a lot of peace of mind because that's what it brings me. Absolutely. What have you learned most about yourself um, in the process um, of creating this book, these these series? I've learned that I am fat. Like faster than I knew, because, you know, what I want to impress upon everyone is that there's nothing automated about this process. And, you know, Mm. we're living in such technologically advanced times 
that I think a lot of the time, (laughs) right? And so I think I think a lot of the times people end up looking at the books and thinking that it's some sort of computer generated output. No, that is me picking up my iPad pencil and drawing anywhere from 12 to 23 versions of your child, hand drawing Mm -hmm. them into the page, every line, every stroke. That's why I put um, videos of the the, um, time-lapse videos of the process because I want people to see that. So you got to understand, I'm I'm conceiving the story for the book. I'm sketching that out in thumbnail form where I'm just jotting down notes on what I think, how I want it laid out. Okay. I type that up. I type 100 words per minute. So that, that's a benefit because mm-hmm. that helps me just buzz through. I have to pr- proofread that. And then I have to come back and decide, well, what do I think will, what uh, drawing will complement this paragraph or this page in the book? So I have to rough sketch that out. Now, you know, that's a process because, of course, a lot of errors are made. You're thinking to yourself, ah, that doesn't look right. So there's a lot of erasure. You come back. Then I um, refine the drawing, turn it into a line drawing. I have to colorize that, match those illustrations with the pages, lay them out, and I'm doing the customer service, the marketing, the order processing. All of that is just me. And I was telling um, my branding specialist, Rebecca Jenkins, who, you know, I really just want to show a lot of love to because she's amazing and she's responsible for the website, the look of the promotions that you see, you know, everything that is the face of Reese um, outside of my illustrations. She's the one who's responsible for it. And I was telling her, I said, you know, sometimes it occurs to me that I know there are people who have been working on one book for 10, 20 years. One right, book. right. And it's right. understandable because when you're pouring your heart and soul into something, mm-hmm. it's not it's mm-hmm. not to be rushed. But That's I'm right. also cognizant of the fact that sometimes that length of time happens because we're not pressing forward as hard as right. we should, or maybe we're not as passionate as we thought we were. I was so passionate about this that, again, Eight books created from start to finish, which is an incredible amount of work in under a year. And so I learned that when I'm excited about something, you know, I can utilize my speed and thankfully the talents that I was given to get it done. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you first decided to put these series out, was there hesitation? Did you wonder, like, how would people um, respond? Because we talked about earlier in the show about, you know, the the lack of representation um, of our culture. Uh, Was there any hesitation on how people would respond to something like this being out? No. I mean, I definitely always knew and felt that everyone would respond favorably because it's a void that was never filled, never filled. And, you know, that was sad enough in itself because I thought, I've always thought to myself, why, how did I get to be the first person to do this? And it just goes back to what I was saying about the society we live in. You know, we, it was never intended to celebrate and center us. 
ever. So, you know, after a while, you can sort of lock into that mindset where you're not used to seeing something and you just think, well, that's just the way it is, but it's not, and it doesn't have to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, makes people push um, whatever they want to put out back is because we, we sit around and we think about, well, what are people going to think of this? You know, um, and, and, and the thing is, you know, how many people have wanted this, you know, but just, you know, didn't have, you know, wasn't able to find that resource or, or come across, uh, you know, a Terry Meredith book, um, because this is what people have been wanting and people have been wanting to see more representation of us. And uh, I'm going to say I had looked at, I think one of the covers uh, for a little girl you did, um, I believe her name was Miss Anna. Um, is yeah. the name that I saw, and I'm telling you, I said, "Oh my God!" Because you had a picture, and then you showed the cover. I mean, exactly like her. You know, it was almost Thank like she just so poured into the book. You know, it was very, you know, just so lifelike. And for me, Yo, even as I a gotta kid, tell I you always, something. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you about Miss Anna and her mom. Um, yeah, Miss Anna is just a doll, and her mom is named Jackie James, and she's a consistent and longtime friend and supporter. And, you know, shortly after I came out with Reese after it launched in September of this year, she hit me up and was like, I'm getting all of the books, period. Wow. And that meant a lot to me because that's always one of the visions, one of the things that I envisioned was parents and people who are buying the books actually working towards that goal to create an actual library because the storylines are amazing. They all contain, you know, gentle life lessons. So there's a lot that I know the children will come away with when the books are read Mm -hmm. to them or or even when they're, you know, reading them themselves. So, you know, little Miss Anna is definitely, you know, one of the primo Reese kids. So she's got, two books now her third one is on the way and you know we'll be creating the other ones for her really shortly but just all of the kids they're just so dope they're beautiful Mm -hmm. absolutely and how important was it for you um because i i know that each book has its own you know special title and it deals with different subjects and so how important for for was it for you um to to create a powerful message um throughout the storyline when when that child has the opportunity to hear it uh being read and then one day eventually read it themselves of the utmost importance because you know there there was no no um desire for me to put out garbage or time fillers you know mm-hmm. i wanted mm-hmm. these children to come away not only feeling empowered because they're seeing themselves, not only feeling delighted because they're seeing elements of their life, uh, you know, done with little different things. Like I told you, they might see something close to their favorite stuffed animal. Or there was one young lady that um, I created a book for. Her name is Malia. um, And her mom put in the cute little quirk section that she never takes off two silver bangles that her Nana gave her. So she has those silver bangles on, you know, in the story. So I wanted it to definitely go beyond just, oh, okay, I see myself great. And now somehow the novelty is worn off and they never, 
you know, mm-hmm. think about the content of the book again. So I'm I'm really happy because I've been asking for feedback from parents. I check in with them, you know, after the order is sent. And usually a couple of weeks after that, when they think they're rid of me, and I hit them up on the email and go, hey, you know, is Azaria reading her book? Did she finish it? How is she enjoying it? And, you know, they tell mm-hmm. me such wonderful things like Miss Anna, um, little, uh, Jackie James' daughter, she sent me a few pictures yesterday or the day before yesterday, and she was letting me know that she doesn't let her books out of her sight. They're in the bed with her. <laughs> and, you know, and that means, again, a lot to me because I want them to come away completely fulfilled and, you know, coming away with something. One of my favorite yeah. um stories in um, series one, and I'm working on series two, there'll be many more books created, it's <laughs> called Kindness Coins, and, you know, sort of the premise of that is just about understanding compassion, having compassion, mm. because, yes. you know, yes. the prototype for all of the books are starring my granddaughter, so it's called Maya's Kindness Coins, and basically what's happening is that every day when she goes to the convenience store, the little bodega around the way with her mom, there's an older homeless gentleman that's out there and he has his little hat to collect coins and change. And she's already such a sweetheart that she always makes sure that her mom gives her a dollar or two to go put in the hat. But you know, mm-hmm. that her mom, her mom's a black mom, of course, so she doesn't let her speak to him. You know, she can wave right. high. She can wave <laughs> high and buy, but you know, we're not going past the stranger right. danger concept at all. Hey, right. So right. the homeless man um, nods gestures to her to take a shiny coin out of his hat one day. So they established this rapport where for weeks he's giving her these coins to take out of his hat. And they get home, uh, the main character, Maya and her mom. And they look up the coins on the internet and realize that they're collector's coins from Africa, and many of them are worth, wow. you know, $500, $1,000. And the first thing that Maya or the character that the book is customized for says to the mom is, now we can help him out. Now we can help Mr. Gray out. We can sell the coins and get him a home. And the mom basically says, your money, whatever you want to do, let's tell him tomorrow. And um, when they go the next day, he's not out there. But he gave the store owner, Mr. James, a note to give to the character, to Maya. And it's a handwritten note where he tells her he always knew the value of those coins, that his daughter and granddaughter found him, and that he's going to live with them and basically keep the coins that they she wants to keep, sell the rest, get the money, buy you and your mom something nice, and never forget that kindness is a greater gift than you can ever know. So it was just, Mm. you know, you come away from the story realizing don't ever, you know, get so jaded with this world and the society that we live in that you forget to have a heart, that you forget to have a soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, A question coming from Facebook from Daphne from Houston, Texas. She says, uh, which story out of your series that you've created thus far is your favorite? Kindness Coins, the one I was just talking about. (laughs) No, no, you know what? I'm I'm lying. I'm lying. Daphne, forgive me. I'm wrong about that. I'd say Kindness Coins is second. Because I'm from the Bricks, and because I'm old enough to remember when dinosaurs walked the earth, I'm an old school <laughs> hip hop head. So one of the stories is called Mixmaster Maya. 
and it has an old school hip hop premise, basically where the character is uh, playing, pretending they're at the beach in their backyard, and they go mm-hmm. digging up dirt in the backyard, accidentally hit some hard object, and you know they work to pull it out of the ground and realize it's a genie's lamp. And when they're knocking <laughs> the dirt off the lamp, they sort of activate it and free. And uh, a B girl named DJ Toon. So it goes on from there. So that that's definitely my favorite because it references old school hip hop and gives me an opportunity to get all old on you folks and go back in my day. There was good music, <laughs> you know, all that. So absolutely, absolutely. Thank absolutely. you, Daphne. Uh, the next one comes from. Let's see here. Um, Erica from Atlanta, she says, uh, what are the challenges with um, being an illustrator and people wanting their books fast, but like you talked about earlier in the show, not being able to get out in a quickly timed fashion as they would like? Uh, do you feel rushed sometimes to get the product out? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm always yeah. rushed. I am, I'm drawing right now while I'm doing this interview. So I wake up and go to sleep with that. And, you know, one of the things that um, it's it's Erica, right? Yes. Okay. One of the things that I like to impress upon people, Erica, is that this, again, this is not some computer-generated soulless offering. It's a boutique offering, and it's done with love. Your your child is hand-drawn by me into every page of illustration. I'm sitting up Mm. looking at beautiful, a beautiful baby's photo and just smiling the whole time I'm drawing. And while it is a process that may throw some people off, it's such a loving process that the payoff is phenomenal because when the parents receive it and when the children receive it, they are quick to let me know. I would have waited a thousand lifetimes for this because I didn't understand how, um, how amazing the work was. It's different when you're seeing it with other children, but when you get yours, it's it's something totally different. And like I told you, on the interior pages, it's a very loose character representation of your child. But one thing that I do, and this is just my personal sacrifice, and I don't rush the process, is I go hard on the cover to make sure right. that the cover is um, more so stylized portraiture because I want, when that child opens the package, and that is the first thing they see. I want them to freak out from that point forward. And, you know, yeah. Erica, one thing that, you know, we also have to consider, I've heard tale of it. I don't know this to be true, but I've heard it, I've heard it goes on. There are people who will sign a waiting list to wait for a coach bag and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. And we'll be waiting for two years, three years before they get bumped yep. to the top of the line. And if we can exercise that sort of patience for big corporations that don't care about you beyond your dollar, I want to know and believe that my community, black people, knowing the the um, purpose of this, what it does for their children, what mm-hmm. it does for the household. When, because now you have a reason to be excited even more so than you already were about snuggling in with your child at, at night and reading yeah. a book. So, you Absolutely. know, I appreciate everyone's patience. And the thing is, 
honestly, I haven't had one complaint or problem yet. Now, I don't know who mm-hmm. saw the turnaround time and may have walked away. You know, I hope they come back. But in the yeah. meantime, the orders that I have to fulfill, everybody has been wonderful. Absolutely. And, and one of the, the things about um, your work, um, Terry, is that it's an investment. And, right. and one of the things about people, you know, <laughs> it's like you said, hey, we'll go we'll go and spend five hundred dollars on that purse or three hundred dollars on them shoes. Um, but we're not, you know, going to invest, you know, in a book or if somebody has created, hand created a, a journal or, you know, a clothes, whatever the case may be. But this is truly, truly an investment because it's one of those things that your child will be able to have forever. You know, right. even when they grow up into adulthood, they can look back and say, my mommy had this book created just for exactly. me. You know, just you know what, me. let me know. Yeah that the void was even deeper than I thought. I can't yeah. tell you, B-Fly, how many times yeah. an adult has said to me, I'm going to dig up my old baby pictures or my old you know, toddler <laughs> pictures because right. I want a book, you know, and yeah. they they tell me themselves that, like, I didn't have anything like this. So it's, it's yeah. you know, a joy to be able to provide that for your children and grandchildren and nieces and nephews and godchildren because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you wanted it, you know. And even yeah. as an adult, you find, you're you finding that you still want it. Is Erica good with how I answered her? I didn't say bye to her or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and also with these uh, with these books, uh, like I said, the the covers on them are absolutely amazing, and they're um, just so lifelike. Uh, they really are. I'm really um, impressed on on what I have seen, and um, I you know. I wanted to ask you, uh, five yeah. years from now, uh, where, where do you want to see uh, the, the series go? Where do you want to see um, all these amazing books expand to? Well, one of the things harkens back to what Erica was asking, that I'm working mm-hmm. on the process of getting bids and getting all of my ducks in a row right now for it. I do um, plan for Reese at some point to become an automated site where you are able to go on and basically customize for yourself your child, but it's still going to be so much love and soul into it because it's my drawings. You know, it's, it's still going to be every single element of me and how important our children to me is going to be right there. But it will, once um, I get to that point, it's, it's going to be a welcome you know, evolution, because then it'll take care of people like Eric and anybody else who is thinking, I want this so bad, but I wanted it sooner because I wanted it for a birthday or I wanted it for Mm -hmm. a particular celebration. So automation will allow for that. Um, One of the funny things that happened was um, there aren't too many adults that are seen fully in the books because, you know, the focus is on the child and because, you know, I don't know what the adults are looking like and I'm only customizing the child's character. I sort of play that off, you know, you'll see them from the waist down or something like that. But Mm -hmm. in the book Kindness Coins, you see the mom. And even though I've told people that, you know, it's only the child that's customized, I have been customizing the mother. So I have a background Mm -hmm. I have a light background in fashion design. That's actually who I thought I was going to be way back in the day. So I posted up a couple of pictures from um, 
a blouse and a skirt that I had done. And people were hitting me up like, take my money now. So <laughs> I definitely want to see a Reese wear line, you know, um, ultimate, yeah, ultimately I would love to see entire birthday party packages that you can purchase where Absolutely. the theme, the theme is your child's book, you know? So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot that I'm planning, a lot that I have to do, you know, a lot of support that I need in order to make sure that, I'm put in front of the people who can help me do all these things that I I envision. And I know it'll happen. I'm not even concerned. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for the folks out here, Jerry, tell them where they can go um, to purchase uh, uh, because well, I say I would say customize um, their book. Where do where do they go to to place the order uh, for those parents or loved ones, whoever um, that might want to create one uh, for a special child. All right. They'll go right to the site, which is www.reci, which is R-I-S-I, Reci by B-Y, Terry, T-E-R-R-I.com. So again, that's www.reci by Terry, Dot com. You can also find us on Facebook, um, you know, at ReeseyByTerry.com. They can follow me on IG and Twitter. Same thing, at Reesey, R-I-S-I-B-Y-T-E-R-R-I, ReeseyByTerry. And when you go to the site, when you, once you go to the site, there's a Reesey shop, uh, Reesey library sh- slash shop page and that shows you all of the books that are in series one and like I said more will be coming up and it gives you a quick description of each of the books Um, once you've decided which one you want to customize for your child or for your baby you click the customize purchase button and it takes you to that books page and all you have to do is scroll down there's a form to fill out you get to upload um, four photos of your child, and it gives all the details, like we get their nickname, I know their age, I know what they refer to the person buying the book as, for instance. I'm I'm so excited about one book that I'm getting ready to do, probably, I think, illustrations start tomorrow, and the child calls her grandmother Bop Bop, and I just love that, like <laughs> Bop Bop. So, right. you know, you get to fill out all of these really, really special and unique details for Uh, the child that you're ordering the book for. You can also include a personalized message um, that is at the beginning of the book. And that, you know, that's a big deal, especially for me, because that's very nostalgic. You know, as time goes on, as people change, as people leave our lives and go away, you have Mm -hmm. this, um, this memento of someone who loved you and this personalized message from them. So once you fill out the form, upload the photos, you click submit, I get the form, and the first thing I do is email you and let you know that I've received it. I invoice you. You take care of that invoice, and then I let you know what the anticipated um, start date for illustrations are and give you a little information about the process, and we go from there. 
absolutely beautiful. And I love it. I say uh, I, I definitely uh, encourage you guys to get these. Uh, the books are just so life. Like I was really, really amazed when um, Cena had sent me the information. I was like, oh, wow, this is wow. absolutely amazing. Yes, so, I'm sorry. Love you, Cena. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And yeah, so when I saw it, I was like, together. this is this is spectacular. And it makes me Thank happy you. to see um, you know, us being represented um in, in a great fashion and, and just, you know, create it's creating a legacy. Creating right, a legacy. Exactly. Um, you know, for our children and, and things that they can look back on, you know, ten, twenty years from now they can say, Man, I got a I got a Terry Meredith book, you know, that was created, you know, just for me. And they're able to pass that on and share that, you know, with their children. And that's what we need to see, you know, more representation so that we can begin to love ourselves and we're not depending on the world and society to define right. who we are, you know. Yeah. As individuals, and so I wanted to ask you though, to those you know aspiring uh, illustrators and, and those who who have that gift that they might you know put it on the back burner for a while, what would be Terry's word of uh, advice to those individuals? Well, I want them to establish as soon as they possibly can, uh, if it's a passion or if it's a hobby, because that's going to define a lot Mm. of what they do. When you're passionate about it, you can't put it down. Like I said, I would put it down for periods of time, but there was never a time when I thought, yeah, I'm pretty much done with this. I'm not going to draw anymore. That that was never an option. And once (laughs) I disciplined myself, it, it was an impossibility for me not to draw every single day. And, you know, I did this, um, a lot of exercises with myself with regards to discipline where I made the vow that you're going to create something every day. Now, what went wrong with that it was my mindset and my perspective because I would create something, I didn't like it, and then I'd go like, okay, that was a waste. But then I realized, no. You didn't say create a masterpiece every day. You said create something mm. every day. So do right. that. Continue with that. Discipline yourself to draw something every single day. And I promise you, if nothing else, you're going to watch your creative evolution because that's what happened with me. I would take my lunchtime at work and see how quickly I could sketch things out in pen because one of my issues with how my drawing technique is that I'm very tight with the pencil. You know, I'm laboring over every line and I always admired people who had a really loose free flowing style. So the best thing for me to make sure that I didn't get to a race and, you know, agonize over whether this line was drawn perfectly straight, draw it with a pen. And then when you mess Mm -hmm. up, you don't have any choice but to deal with it. So all of those little exercises are now playing a part in the reason why I can sketch quickly and why, even though, again, unfortunately, there there is a weight for this loving process, it's definitely not the weight that it would, would have been had I not been as disciplined as I've been since 2012. So I want them, I just want them keep drawing. If you are passionate about it, if you feel that it brings, if you, not if you feel, if you know that it brings you peace, if you are dreaming about it, do it. 
It's as simple as that. I got into a car accident one day, and uh, I was holding a clipboard. And you know how hard clipboards are. It wasn't a plastic one. It was like that corrugated cardboard. And (laughs) my hand hit it so hard when I went forward, my right hand, which is, you know, the hand I used to draw, that I broke the clipboard in two. And when I knew I was serious was when I panicked about that. And the first thing I thought to myself was, okay, my pencil's on the floor somewhere. I picked up my pencil and I drew a a sketch of myself right then and there because the first thing I needed to know was can I draw. Like, I didn't care. It wasn't a bad accident. The car wasn't totaled or anything like that. But it was, a you know, a a pretty intense little fender bender there. I wouldn't have cared, B-Fly, if my legs had been cut off at the knee. But I needed to know that that right hand was all right. And when the paramedic came through, and I told him that my hand was hurting. He went to wrap it, and I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I pulled my pencil out, and I, you know, positioned it the way I hold it, and I said, okay, now. And he was like, you're kidding, right? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, really, seriously, wrap it just like this, because this is how I draw, and that's what he did. Wow. wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> It's, it's, the hustle it's is real. The passion is real. <laughs> exactly. And if it's real for them, because you know, sometimes That's we right. have talent that we're not really interested in developing to Absolutely. that degree. Like, it's just a hobby. It's just something fun that we do when we feel right. like it. But right. if, if these um, people that are starting out, if they're passionate about it, well, you have to invest time in it. You have to do it all the time and just watch yourself get better and better. That's right. That's right. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm definitely encourage you, encouraging you guys um, to go and uh, purchase these awesome series. Um, I have put the link on uh, the Beautiful Butterfly Show page as well as the Bianca Fly page so that you guys can have an opportunity to order. Hey, the holidays are coming. <laughs> You know, and and get it out there. But I definitely want to thank you. I want to thank you for uh, creating this uh, and following through and uh, even, you know, even doing the process when it may get challenging. But, you know, knowing the fact that, you know, you're leaving a legacy and an imprint on this world by creating um, books that are embracing you know, our culture yeah. and allowing us to love ourselves is just a phenomenal thing. So I'm definitely uh, wishing you the best. I know we're going to see it. We're going to see it in some stores, and we're going to see it out there for people to be able to, to get it all across the globe. So keep doing what you're doing. No doubt. And if you don't mind, I'd like to just um, give a very, very special thank you. Absolutely. There, I, I, I couldn't possibly thank everyone because I will tell you this. I have an incredibly fortifying village behind me. I really do. I have people who have been so incredibly supportive of me since the launch and since well before then that (laughs) I never can get grow despairing or I can never get thrown off of my game. But just to, you know, give a shout to an immediate influence, I want to say hello and thank you, and I love you to my bestest, Antonia. She's the person that who helps me with 
proofreading, you know, I'm I'm sending files to her at three o'clock in the morning, like, look over this and make sure I didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> and um, you know, also Lachey of Kinfolk Collective, she is the rep- person who was actually responsible for getting me my very first ten orders because she had people oh, wow. on her site pay for and sponsor the books and then she gifted them to her supporters. Um, Rebecca Jenkins of Innovative Design Style. She is the branding specialist and the website designer. And every time you're looking at the Reese logo and you're looking at promotional items, she is the stellar force behind it. So, you know, everyone else, I think I show you and I hope that I show you daily on Facebook or if we're talking on the phone, you're appreciated greatly. You know I love you but I'm not trying to have B-Fly mad at me because I turned a one-hour show into three hours trying to think all of you. So there's that. (laughs) It would be no problem at all. And I'm just glad that you came on here and definitely would love to have you back on again. So uh, whenever something is going on, definitely reach out. I would love to have you back on here on the show. And uh, definitely... Uh, reach out to us and, you know, we can help get out there and help promote it, whatever. Um, just yeah, let us know. I would we'll love that. Different. And I'm, I'm yeah. honored for you to um, extend such an offer to me again. Big thanks to, you know, Cena for setting this up. It's been delightful talking with you. I'm glad that Absolutely. I'm glad that you see what you see in Reese and that, you know, this was something that touched your heart. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, much more in exposure and supporters and I'm looking to grow our Reese's kids family every every single day so you played a major part of that we have a caller here uh area code 203 uh last digit 4442 state your name hello hello hi hi how are you I'm fine (laughs) <laughs> okay hi Bianca hi Terry it's Cena how are you what up Cena <laughs> I thought I couldn't let this interview go by without making sure that I call in and thank you Bianca so much for having Terry on it's like I've been it's so crazy because all of my friends used to inbox me and be like what is Reese?" <laughs> Because I was just pulling right. out and she was still developing, and it's like I was really kind of anxious for it to happen and see what it was. Because I honestly didn't know what it was until she actually launched it, and once she launched it, it's like, oh my god! Yeah, um, just wow. And, and Bianca, you know, of course, that I've I've had Ayaba on the show, so it's like I thought it would be a perfect opportunity. I think that you're such a fabulous interviewer, and that Terry would really get to tell the people because you have such a great following about Reese and why it is so important for us to have Reese. And um, I want to tell you, Terry, I'm so happy for all of the success that Reese is. Reese is everything that I knew it would be. Terry is one of my favorite artists, just so you know. Um, Thank you. And just, you know, congratulate her and wish her continued success. I can't wait until my my nieces send me their stuff so that they can get their little books and they can have their representation um, 
as a part of the Reese collection. So I'm very no excited. Doubt. I'm gonna be with, I'm gonna be waiting on that clothesline because Bianca, you really gotta look in the books to see what these mamas is wearing. The books, girl, they wear. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna be it is not a game. It ain't a game. It ain't a game. I show my daughter all the time. It's like, look what the mama got on in Reese. So it's um, <laughs> really exciting. I am I am happy for you and very excited, Terry. And I want to uh, congratulate you and wish you much continued success with Reese. And tell everybody, Bianca, on your page, on every page, just to share this information. And let's yeah. get this lady. Well, let's keep this lady working because she working. And um and it's so important Absolutely. that we support we support um independent artists and support that we just gotta support this it's a movement. That's Absolutely. So the kids really do matter. But I wanted to just make sure that I called them before you guys got off the air. And wow. I love you, Terry, and of course I love you, Bianca. And love you right I back. Have to hear much more from Terry Meredith. Go look her up because if you don't know, I'm about to put you on. And, no doubt, uh, and follow us on IG. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Yeah, I definitely need to. Yeah, I need to see a Christian mingle and get her some Christian kids. The book okay. by Reese, I don't care. Like so, um, just share it on all y'all little networks. I know y'all out there. Put them on your dating website. You know, they want to date you. Have buy your kid a book. So, okay. Um, <laughs> But I yeah, want to all in and, 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 and just congratulate and say hey, and um, I look forward to everything that's coming, my love. Thank you, and I really look forward to seeing um, a surge in followers on our IG. Again, that's at Reese by Terry. That's R-I-S-I-B-Y-T-E-R-R-I. Yes. Go follow her, y'all. I'm telling you. Absolutely will. Tina, we definitely thank you uh, for connecting us uh, to some phenomenal and awesome people such as Terry. And uh, Terry, we definitely are uh, supporting you, and we're going to put the word out there so that everybody can know um, all about Reese. It, 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 when as soon as people ask a question, people will just be able to tell them all about it um, and right. seeing some. And so uh, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show uh, this you. evening and, and spending some time with us. I definitely appreciate it. You got any final words or thoughts you want to share with the listeners? Uh, Just, you know, again, this is something that is long overdue. Our children deserve it. In some instances, they actually need it. And Mm -hmm. I really want, like you just said, B-Fly, tell everyone that you know that it's out here. You know, we're in a wonderful age where We get more exposure than we ever could have hoped for through social media platforms. But don't let Reese be your little private secret. You know, make sure that you blast it on your page. When you buy those books and your child freaks out and you video them, share that. Talk about it. Make sure all of your friends know that it's out here because I'm doing a lot a lot, and I cannot do it on my own. I need my village. I will always need my village. Reese was created for the children in my village, so I'm relying on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Uh, once again, uh, Terry, uh, give people the website and let them know where they can follow you um, as far as social media and all those great evidence. 
Right. The website is www.reesebyterry.com. I'm going to spell it real quick. Reese, R-I-S-I-B-Y-T-E-R-R-I.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and on IG at sign Reese by Terry. Absolutely. Absolutely, you guys. So make sure you go out and support. And once again, thank you so much for coming on here. I hope you have a great rest of your evening and weekend. And like I said, feel free to come back anytime. Would definitely love to have you. Oh, we'll do. We'll do. Oh, can I say hi to sure. one more person? Urban Pulse Direct. Martin and Stacy Clark, thank you so much for believing in me. Thank you so much for all that you've done already and all that we're going to do together. Again, I have a village behind me. I really wish I could thank all one million of you. That's probably mm. a low number, but please <laughs> just know I, I adore you, and I could not, would not have done this without your support. I thank you. Now let's get those Twitter and IG numbers up, though. so make it happen guys follow then share with somebody else and tell them to follow get those get those numbers up so everybody can know all about it (laughs) that's right and thank you so much again for the opportunity i really enjoyed this absolutely thank you so much and thank you cena definitely appreciate you as well for sending phenomenal people my way i definitely appreciate you all righty All right, you ladies, take care, and you have a great rest of your evening. All right, baby, you too. All right, bye. Peace. All right, you guys, that was illustrator and author Terry Meredith. Make sure you guys go and connect with her, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to be dropping those links so you guys can catch um, up with her. Um, And place your order. Get involved in the Reese series, you guys. Representation is so important, you guys. This is a phenomenal book, you guys, and I can't wait to place my order. I'm actually very excited. I'm trying to pick out some pictures that I want to put in there for my daughter, so I'm going to be placing my order real, real soon, you guys, and I'm going to share it with you guys. So uh, with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I hope you guys have a fantastic and phenomenal weekend. We're going to see you guys next week uh, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Um, actually, coming up on Tuesday, um, we're going to have Mary Moss. Uh, she is the author of Alabaster's um, Jar and The Woman at the Well. So she's going to be joining us Tuesday um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So you guys make sure you tune in for that um, also. Uh, we are looking forward to that. And I appreciate you guys for your constant support and love. And I hope you guys have a phenomenal weekend. I am b I'll see you next time.